Welcome to Real Fills, Students in Inclusion Podcast. Today we're talking about language barriers with two current Drexel students. Miranda, who never learned Spanish until later in life and isn't a fluent speaker, is going to talk about the isolation that she feels in her own community. While Jose, who learned English second, is going to talk about how he felt more connected with his community because he spoke Spanish fluently. Here's their conversation. So for me, I have this thing where I'm Dominican and my whole family's Dominican, but I I never learned Spanish, which is a weird thing. I only know English as my only language. What about you? (laughs) I actually, Spanish was actually my first language. So growing up, I think I can say I had the opposite experience as you did, Mm -hmm. where I learned Spanish, my household only speaks Spanish. Um, And then I went into an education system that labeled me as an ESL student, uh, English second language student. So that was a little bit of an experience. Yeah. And I know with like ESL, usually the kids have like their own classroom where they get like different lessons than everyone else. So like I could definitely see that being like an outcast type situation. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know every year up until I was in fourth grade, I would be, I was actually in regular classes, um, but I would be in an after school program for an extra hour just to not be labeled as an ESL student, despite the fact that I was born in the US. Yeah, so you had to like work hard to be like, you know, in the same, at the same level as everyone else. Exactly. Even though you like grew up in the same like area and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. How was it for you growing up? Okay, so. I was born in Brooklyn, New York, um, around my family. Um, I live near a lot of like aunts, uncles, and my grandparents. Like most of my family's like around or in New York. And after the 9/11 attacks happened in 2001, my parents decided um, that New York wasn't a good like environment to like raise me and my sister in. So they decided to move to a small town in the suburbs of New Jersey called Dumont. And this area was very white, uh, very English speaking. Um, there's not, there wasn't that same like community of like, you know, like Spanish speaking area when we moved to Dumont. So my parents focused primarily on teaching us English instead of Spanish. So I went through the whole school system knowing only English, you know, Spanish was like something I learned in like Spanish classes, but it wasn't something that I really was able to practice that much. So, um, yeah. And then like up till now, I don't really get to like communicate with some of my family members who speak mostly Spanish and a little bit of English. So like, you know, trying to have a conversation is like kind of difficult because of like that barrier, you know what I mean? That we kind of are like, you know, either I'm speaking broken Spanish or they're speaking broken English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you essentially don't have that connection that you would ideally want at this point. Yeah. You know, I've been trying to learn some, but it's just kind of like hard to like really start a conversation with like certain family members with like the limited vocabulary I have, especially like, you know, learning in Spanish classes, they usually just give you sentences to like translate or like keywords that like you might not use in everyday conversation. So like even taking classes or like trying to learn and stuff like that, it's just like isn't the way that is has been effective for me. You know what I mean? I feel like it would be easier if I was able to like be immersed in that environment. Yeah. You know? You would, I, you would definitely have to go and like spend a summer at DR with your family yeah. to be able to fully grasp the language and the culture overall. 
Yeah. I know for, like, my mom, she learned Spanish as a kid after traveling to DR, uh-huh. which is, like, so strange to me because my grandmother, who's my mom's mom, speaks only mostly Spanish now with, like, some broken English. But she actually taught my mom English when my mom was a kid so that she can go to school and be able to learn. So my mom knew English more than Spanish when she was younger, and she didn't learn Spanish that well until she was integrated into, like, you know, in DR where, like, Spanish or, you know, it's, like, just Spanish and no English mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, New York where there's, like, some Spanish here, some Sp- some English there. So, like, she was able to learn it in that immersive way, which is why I feel like my parents don't realize that it's not as easy for me to learn it because I can't really find that, like, immersive environment to learn. Yeah, and how mm-hmm. do you see that that affects you now that you're here in college? Yeah, so now that I'm in college, I feel like I have more of a drive to learn Spanish. I feel like college-level Spanish classes would be more effective than English. I'm going to look into like taking Spanish class here at Drexel and see if that helps me. But um, I feel like now that I'm like fully grown and an adult now, you know, I'm like 19, I feel like Spanish is something that I should really like know because it's part of my identity and like who I am. You know, like, it's weird, like, being Dominican and people see me and they're just like, wait, you don't speak Spanish? And I'm like, nope. I just, like, I just never learned it. So that's something that I feel like now more than ever I want to, like, learn, you know. Yeah. No, I, I, I can relate to you on the opposite side of that because growing up, like I said, I was labeled as ESL. Mm-hmm. And la- being labeled as anything in any grade school... Um, you get picked on essentially. Yeah. Um, so I was in a culture where, like, the education system just keeps on pushing you and pushing you and pushing you year after year, um, until one year one of my um, teachers was like, "Hey, you know, you can actually take a test to get tested out of ESL," because mm-hmm. I was in gifted classes all through um, elementary. Um, so then, I took the test, and they were like, "Why were you even in ESL to begin with for this long? Mm-hmm. You could have taken this test." back when you were in second grade versus being in fourth grade and being labeled as ESL, having to spend another hour and a half in the after-school program. So years later, here we are, I applied to come to Drexel, and one of the sections on there was whether or not English is your first language. And of course, Spanish is my first language, but I was born in the U.S. So um, I put that English is my second language, Spanish being my first. And I get an email back from Drexel prior to attending here stating that I need to show, like, some type of residency to another state, to another country. Hmm. And I'm like, just because English is not my first language yeah, doesn't mean so, I'm not American. Yeah, so they, were, they wanted to put you as an international student even though they didn't know what country you would theoretically be from. Exactly. And I'm like, wait, why am I being labeled less than an American because I'm not English was not my first language yeah it's almost like because you did you didn't learn English first they're like oh you must not be from here exactly you know, because you know they see English as the primary language here and it's like not in every area you know yeah like some places in America only speak Spanish and like I feel like that's something that they should consider before just immediately assuming somebody's international just from the fact that you didn't speak English first. Yep. And keep in mind, I did put that I had a residency in California, that mm. I was from California prior to all this. So it's it's plain and simple. Like it threw me completely off guard, and I immediately immediately called Drexel, 
and I asked him, I'm like, why am I being labeled as an international student? Especially when you didn't live anywhere else. Yeah. I'm like, this is supposed to be such a diverse, diverse school, such a diverse community. You offer all these diverse courses for us to take. But yet you want to categorize me as something less than American at this point. Yeah. And this is crazy. Like all just assumption based on that one fact that you didn't know English first. Yeah. And it just threw me off the fact that I was coming to this institute. But right off the back. Yeah. I'm not labeled as American. Yeah. Because English is is not my first language. Yeah. That's not the warmest welcome to like a new place, you know. No, at all. And one thing I wanted to talk about was um, I feel like my parents kind of blamed me and my sister for, like, not learning Spanish. Um, I remember, like, talking to my mom about it. And I say, like, oh, why don't we know Spanish? I want to learn. And my mom was like, well, you could learn. You know, you just don't try hard enough. And I'm just like, well, I, I take Spanish classes. I practice. You know, I did, got good grades. And by some miracle some way i made spanish honor society in high school despite not really being that fluent so like i feel like that kind of shows enough i mean you know my high school was a very like non-predominantly spanish it was mostly white Mm -hmm. so like a lot of people got into spanish honor society just for getting good grades in spanish but not necessarily speaking spanish so my mom thought she's like you're you're fluent you just don't know it you know you get you did get good grades and you made spanish honor society and i'm just like yeah but i can't hold a conversation and that's the whole point of knowing a language is to talk to people in that language not to do homework and not to like translate sentences which is like a good skill translation but conversation i feel like is the whole point of the language so that's just something that you know it's just strange to me how my mom says like you know you know spanish but like in reality, I kind of don't, you know, like I've tried learning through like Duolingo and like other websites like that to like try and learn. And I've been told like Duolingo, when I did the like test on it, it said I was 44% fluent. So like almost half. And I'm just like, that's so strange. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just lacking that communication is like. Yeah. How, how, how do you see that the lack of communication has affected you with your I know you talked about a little bit about your family and the interactions you have with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure you have a great interactions with your parents. Mm-hmm. But then outside of your immediate family, like, yeah, how does hard. that work? It's usually like a lot of like they try to speak to me in broken English or like they'll talk to me in Spanish and I respond in English because it's like I can understand what they're saying, but it's hard for me to like come up with a response in Spanish Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and like sometimes I do try like there was one time where my grandmother on my mom's side she called the house looking for my mom and then I answered and she was like oh hola Miranda como estas and I said estoy bien and she was so happy that I even said like estoy bien I think that she just appreciated the effort for me to like respond but I just think it's like sad because a lot of people don't have that issue with like not being able to communicate with their own family members or just having like very basic conversations because it's like you can't really say much else, you know. So that's kind of part of the main reason I want to learn is just to like be able to like speak with my family members in a way that it's like we can actually like talk about stuff more than just like how school, how are you doing, stuff like that. Yeah, you know? more than the basic yes or no, good, bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely understand because I used to work at McDonald's prior to going to the school I transferred from. And after a while, I noticed that I was in certain shifts for certain reasons. And I used to do the the evening night shift a lot. Um, And I was one of 
two maybe that can speak Spanish and English during those shifts. And purposely, I would get put in the register or in the drive-thru to be able to take both an English order and a Spanish order. Mm-hmm. And the simple fact that the, not even the manager would, McDonald's wouldn't offer the manager to take any translation class, any um, bilingual classes to be able to do their job properly. Yeah, especially and like that type of work, like customer service, you know, it's really crucial to at least know like for that job, like how to take somebody's order. Yeah. And the other person that knew how to speak a bit of Spanish, she was an African-American girl that was still in high school in her senior year of high school. It would crack everyone up how she would take people's order because she knew the basic amount of Spanish to be able to understand the customer. Mm-hmm. And to be able to ask the customer the proper questions, she'll be like, "See, see, uh, you want uh, uh, mm-hmm. chiquito, uh, <laughs> or mediano, or grande," with refre- with reference to fries. So she mm-hmm. would be asking, "Do you want a small fry, a medium fry, or a large fry?" Mm-hmm. Or the same la- the same words for a small cup, medium cup, or a large cup. And it would crack everyone up how she would do it, but. The simple fact that she would take that effort. Yeah. To be the fact able that to, she could do it. Yeah. yeah. It's that extra step that someone takes to understand a culture, to be able to um, help the population which they're surrounded by. It's appreciated by the customer and by the managerial staff because they see that people are putting that extra effort. And like later on, she ended up getting um, employer of the month. And it's the little things that make a difference, especially in the hospitality industry. You're there for the customer. You're there for the relation. Mm-hmm. Um, and like in the long run, like even coming here, I can go into a subway station. I can go into a supermarket. I can go anywhere. And I've had situations where people are like trying to communicate with whoever their cashier is, whoever the, the employer is. And it's a customer trying to ask a basic question, directions, anything. And, like, I'll just pass by and hear them, and, like, the customer speaks one language, speaks Spanish, for example, and the employer speaks English, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not understanding what you're saying, like, mm-hmm. I give up on you type of thing. Yeah. And I've stepped in um, various times, and I'm like, oh, it's very basic. They're asking where the restroom is. Yeah. They're asking if they can um, get help on, like, exile. Um, and... Like, coming from uh, an environment where Spanish is spoken left and right, I go down the street and 90% of the people that live on my block speak mainly Spanish. Mm -hmm. I understand where they're coming from because I remember it was a struggle for me to learn English. Yeah. And that was as a child. So, like, you grasp a second language a lot easier than someone that is their mid-30s trying to learn a second language yeah yeah i know one thing when it comes to languages is that you learn all of that when you're a kid so you don't learn it the same way when you try to learn when you're an adult because that's one thing when i've realized that um immersion is probably the best tactic for me is that when i think back to like you know when i'm a kid i'm like nobody put a textbook in front of me and said like do these questions and like you'll start learning you know people just talk to me and explain things so i feel like that would be the most easy way to do it is just to like go out there and learn it you know yeah and it's crazy to see the amount of languages that we speak in this country but the amount of barriers that are behind those languages yeah definitely it's like we're built on people immigrating into this country Mm -hmm. different cultures different um backgrounds and 
you have to at essentially learn to appreciate the different languages and immerse yourself to be able to understand the overall cultures. Yeah, like America is known as a melting pot, so I find it so strange that people almost sometimes are shocked when they find somebody that is so different from them and like that they can't understand. You know, I'm like, this is the type of society we live in where people are going to be different. So why is it a surprise? In yeah, a way? and like when you find yourself with someone that either speaks your language, is from the same region as you, has the same background as you, it's instant connection there. Yeah. It's like I have this other student in my sociology class. Her parents are from the same region as my parents. Oh, wow. Off of that, we were like, okay, like we're going to make some plans, get some coffee. Like mm-hmm. we'll talk about like some stuff that you've experienced here because she's also from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh. So you have the same like kind of story. Yeah, instant connection. And our actual conversation went from speaking in English straight to speaking in Spanish. Wow. So it's it's like culture overall, specifically language. Yeah. It's instant connection whenever you meet people that is are able to speak your language. Yeah, and it's very important when, like, you're surrounded by people who are all, you know, one way. Like, you know, if you spoke Spanish first and you're just surrounded by everyone who speaks English and then you find someone else like you, it's so rare and it makes you want to, like, hold on to that. You yeah. You know, when you find somebody like you in a crowd of people who are just not the same you know yeah we're like let's stick together yeah exactly it gives that it gives that kind of like attraction it's like oh you're like me like you get me yeah you know and that's very important to have just like in life you know wait but have you stopped to think about like how there's a lack of support coming from drexel when it comes to the different languages and the different cultures that are within the united states but Mm -hmm specifically here at Drexel because we have a lot of international students but nothing is actually translated into any other language yeah I feel like for international students they have like support with each other but when it comes to like academics and classes I don't know how they sit in a classroom for like an hour or two hours or how long the class is and just listen to a professor speak in a language that they don't really you know maybe sometimes they don't understand you know maybe some international students are fluent but you know I would feel that some of them just aren't. So it makes me wonder how you sit through a class and just like, you just hear gibberish to you, you know? I find that crazy. And how like, I mean, not to my knowledge, Drexel doesn't offer any classes taught in like specific languages, you know, at least like, not that I know of. Yeah, no. Um, The other school that I transferred from, we actually had most of our tests translated to basically any language which we had a student, uh, student group in our school we had an actual person in there that was specialized in translating any test that we needed and all we needed was to give them a two-week notice that we we're gonna have a test and if the language wasn't available they would go out of their way just to make sure that the student felt comfortable taking the test the student felt comfortable in the environment that we grow in but it's ridiculous to see such a big institute not offer anything else other than english yeah and one thing when it comes to translation is that it would be a really sad situation if, like, the student actually understood the material but couldn't understand the questions because it's in English or, you know, because, you know, sometimes, like, questions are worded in a very, like, confusing way. It would suck to see somebody, like, fail an exam just because they couldn't understand the question because it's in a different language. I feel like Drexel could be more accessible in that, like, 
field of just like academically just offering support and translations for people who don't speak English because even though English is the most popular language it's not the only language in America that people should have to know you know and nobody has to know English you know what I mean so I just find it crazy how it's not accessible yeah and especially Drexel how they really really emphasize all the different cultures that are um, present on Mm -hmm. campus the different international students that are here it's a huge backbone for Drexel yeah and I'm like where's the support there like even for me like you walk around and you don't even see anything translated into any other language and it just makes you feel like you're not part of this you're not part of this community you're not part of this Mm -hmm. Um, university as a whole yeah like one the one like thing i've noticed is like those tvs that are in the different buildings that have like events coming up that entire thing is in english even like i would think even if there's like an event for like a certain club like let's say if there's like a latino club they don't have flyers for that club in spanish on that like tv or like you know not that i've seen so it's like even the things marketed for diversity aren't accessible in terms of language not only that but like the overall financial support with any of the clubs like i can relate to the latinx clubs in a very superficial way and how like they don't get enough funding they don't get enough support to be able to grow and express their culture and ex- and create a community out of it yeah like some of them barely get any funding at all and it's like how are we supposed to represent our community and you showcase our culture you mm-hmm. say that you have all these resources here for us yet it's very minimal resources or it's prioritized to certain groups yeah but money talks so yeah which is very like unfair to the people you know it's like we're like i feel like drugs this message of we're diverse you know there's people from so many different backgrounds but then it's like you it's like you have people for diversity points but not really like you don't really let people grow and band together and show off and have events and things like that it's more like you're here you guys figure that out because Drexel more cares that you're there more than like what you do while you're here it's the support the lack of support from the community the university to any cultural community yeah that's very true Yeah, so when it comes to language, I feel like there's other ways for people to communicate than words. So I feel like when somebody's dismissed by someone because you get two people don't speak the same language, I feel like that is just something that needs to change because especially like in a customer service aspect, a customer could easily like point to something like, you know, like how you said you worked at McDonald's. Someone could easily point toward the fries and say like that. So, you know, I feel like it would be... The problem could be fixed in a way if people were just more open-minded and try to understand other people regardless of what language they're speaking. You know, body language is very important, sign language, and, um, you know, as long as people just try to make things happen, then it could work, you know? I mean, with my family, like, even if I don't really understand my grandparents or relatives, I try. And, you know, when they speak to me in Spanish, I'll speak to them in English, you know, or just try and, like, keep things going rather than just dismiss them. And I think the problem that we have today is just dismissal of things that we don't understand yeah and like a lot of the times um instead of people like thinking that someone or trying to grasp somebody's culture um i've gotten various occasions where people are like oh i don't speak your language don't speak it around me yeah or and the, what is are that? you 
are you talking bad about me? Like, stop talking in that language. We speak English here. We're in America. I'm like, yeah. America is founded on all these beautiful cultures and all this integration of people. Yeah. Yeah. The dismissal part that you're bringing up, it's like, it's very, very present in any type of industry. You go into the hospitality industry, people half of the time can't adapt to other people's culture. And like you said, they get dismissed. Yeah. I'm like, and especially how you said that um, people say like, oh, this is America. We speak English here. I feel like that is a prime example of ignorance because what does it matter what to what language two people are speaking to each other in? You know what I mean? When somebody else is just hearing Spanish and they're like, oh, my God, like we're not in Mexico. You know, they make those assumptions. And it's like, you know, um, why does somebody need to speak English just because you're there? Because you're paranoid that they're talking about you. You know, it goes for other languages, too. Like nail salons, people automatically assume, you know, a Vietnamese worker is talking trash about the person doing their nails. Like that is just pure ignorance. And it needs to change. Like you don't have to always hear things in English because... You know, maybe those people who speak different languages don't want to hear English. Maybe in their mind, they're like, I wish more people understood me. But those people who speak English are more just like, oh, no, like, I don't understand you. So get away from me or like, you know, conform to what I want, which is very selfish. Yeah, and it needs to stop. Yeah. They won't take that extra effort to go and get out of their comfort zone and be like, oh, let me actually take the time to learn your language, your culture. Mm-hmm. Let me get into your environment to see where you're coming from. And that's, like, something worldwide where people have to understand, like, the simple fact or the simple way to fix an issue like this is just to step back for a second. Yeah. Take a moment to, like, just absorb. Observe. Yeah. And understand where people are coming from. Because if you were in a situation where you were put into an environment where they only speak Spanish or they only speak a non-English language... You would feel completely excluded. You wouldn't feel mm-hmm. welcome. You wouldn't feel like you're part of anything. Yeah. And I also think it's important that people try to learn or try to see things from other people's perspectives. People are so caught up on what the like the way that they see things. They don't realize that the person next to them has gone through a completely different life and see things in a different way. So I feel like that's something that a lot of people could benefit from is just realizing that people have different backgrounds, different circumstances and we'll see things differently or do things differently, you know, those are things that could be, that should be accepted. It's just that like, oh, everybody's different and are gonna do things in a different way. Yep, it's not a simple black and white spectrum of cultures at this point. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's a beautiful spectrum of all these different cultures, languages, um, and essentially like, it's just a, a matter of understanding to appreciate what's around you. Yeah. Before you can do or say anything negative towards anyone else. Yeah, totally. But yeah, thank you so much for talking about this. I feel like this is a very important topic in our society. Yeah, no, thank you. And like, I appreciate understanding and like hearing the opposite story that I had where you Mm -hmm. grew up and you grew up in an environment where it was only English. And now you are not able to fully connect with your family because they speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in an environment where all my family speaks Spanish, so I had the struggle of when mm. it came to the English language. Yeah, like so in school and everything. Yeah, it's great to be able to connect and like see the opposite side of, it, of things. Yeah, and definitely. I feel like this also goes to show how important culture is and that it shouldn't be dismissed. It should be something that everybody embraces, you know, to the, like, to the best that they can. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, thank you.